Let's get right to our next guest, David Dietz, Managing Principal and Senior Portfolio Strategist at PPAC Private Wealth Management. Thanks so much for being with you. So with us, I, I'm focusing on you at this point because we're looking at the CPI data for tomorrow. I can't wait for it. People are calling it the new jobs report because they think they're underreporting jobs and those just get revised higher at this point. And now we really need to know about inflation because the last report had that 6.2% annual, which was the highest since 1990. And this one, supposedly, maybe even higher. David? Yeah, so absolutely. So what we saw in the last uh, week or so is that the initial huge concerns over the Omicron uh, variant have receded a little bit by getting some good news out of, for example, Pfizer saying that booster can offset it. So now all eyes are on what I think investors in Wall Street considers the number one problem is inflation and what potentially is the Federal Reserve going to do with that. As you pointed out, tomorrow uh, consensus seems to be we could get a 70 basis point reading for just November, which would be the worst in several decades, and a 6.7% year over year uh, print, which would be the worst in 40 years. And I just don't think that the Federal Reserve can sit still um, when they have their confab uh, next week. And so then the question is, what are they going to do? And I think your problem here is, Nicole, that we've got inflation, consumer prices and so forth, but the inflation is not just there. We know many areas of the stock market are inflated. We've seen commodities get inflated. We've seen cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and other things showing inflationary signs. So it's kind of like taking a pill when you have a pain in the foot. You start raising interest rates for one area of the market. What kind of an effect will it have on financial assets as well as consumer prices? And how do you make your decision? Because I know you have some picks for us today, but are you extremely worried about 2022? and the headwinds and hurdles that we could be facing? Or are you comfortable putting some money to work? Well, we're, we're always nervous. And of course, we can't shake COVID-19. You know, given how low the vax rates are offshore, you can assume and must plan for various variants washing across our shores in the next 12 months. But each one seems to be a little lighter than the one before. In terms of investing, we think selectivity is key. And I think there's good opportunity for two reasons. One is it's the market of stocks, not just the stock market. You know, I was looking at the statistics for tech stocks. They're in an average PE now about 32. They came into the pandemic at 25. Interest rates were, were, were much higher. So if interest rates start to drift up, I think many tech stocks could be at risk. But on the other hand, we do benefit from, as you pointed out, improving economic trends improving job participation. So I think economically sensitive stocks, which are trading at better valuations and paying some good dividend yields could be the place to be to make money. And of course, you know, uh, last spring, the Federal Reserve told us inflation was transitory. A month ago, they said, here's our taper rate. Now they may change the taper rate. They've changed the, the transitory story. So you can't count on the Fed having a consistent message throughout. So stay invested and pick your spots. You didn't have a hard time picking Exxon and Verizon then, because those are the dividend payers. They're the good old guys, right, um, that we've known for the decades prior. Um, they don't falter as much, but they certainly don't perform as well when things are, are jumping. Tell me a little bit about these two picks, Exxon and Verizon. You know, so energy as a group 
is right up there with semiconductors in terms of performance this year, up close to 60% as a group. They're starting to perform. Exxon was in the th in not too long ago in the low 30s. Uh, now it's above 60. But what I like about it is it's your, your largest, it's your big kahuna, fully integrated, fully worldwide. Um, economies of scale, they have tremendous efficiencies from being fully integrated and having downstream work hand to glove with upstream. But I think the story there for the energy is that supply is likely to run out faster in terms of fossil fuel than demand. And the only way to reconcile that um, as energy companies say, hey, we're going to return money to shareholders. We're not going to reinvest it all. And of course, policymakers are discouraging them to do that. But uh, you and me, we can't convert to our EV vehicles. We can't take the natural gas off from heating our houses as quickly as the supply is going to dwindle. So I think prices go up. Exxon with that 5.7% dividend is a good defensive position to take advantage of that. Yeah, and I think you would put Verizon in that same boat. What about Kraft Heinz and Merck? Yeah, so Kraft Heinz, you like comfort foods, now you got a comfort stock. So, you know, Kraft Heinz was well above 40, you know, at the when the pandemic was in its teeth as people were staying at home. And then with the so-called reopening trade emerging, people said, you know, we don't need consumer staples. So it's drifted down by about a third. But, you know, as a result, it's about a 10 times earning stock. 57% payout, which means they can increase that dividend. Um, 10 times earnings of classic brands of the third largest food manufacturer in this country have operations in 190 countries. And so I think that um, as interest rates start to move up next year, as there's inflationary concerns, you know, branded food products are an area where they can raise prices. Uh, Kraft Heinz could be a nice defensive position. Also, also they went down about 10% when one of their largest holders uh, private equity fund 3G in November said they're going to unload about a billion dollars worth of stock. That has no effect on their fundamental operations. So take advantage of that. I think uh, that stock dip will recoup uh, going forward here. Yeah. David Deeds, always nice to see you. Thank you so much. I can't wait for us to get that number tomorrow, too. A nice stock picking for us. We appreciate it always. David Deeds, thanks for coming on the show. David Deeds of PPAC Private Wealth Management.